Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. Hi, Steve. How are you today? I'm doing great. All right. Awesome. It's always good to be doing great as we are approaching Christmas time here. Actually, it's uh, by the time this airs, it will be after Christmas. Uh, Pretty sure. Maybe not. We might get it up quicker. So uh, we can talk about uh, how your Christmas was next week. So we'll make everybody jealous. I was just telling our guest here that the high today is going to be 70 degrees. What's the Christmas forecast do you know uh it's about the same it's there's a small chance of rain in the upper 60s a small chance of rain on christmas day here in tucson so uh yeah we'll suffer we're gonna suffer a little bit but you know that's okay uh all right so <laughs> uh look uh if you're new to church solutions podcast that is what we call ourselves right uh we are a tech company, actually, that helps uh, ministries, churches use technology. And one of those is streaming video as well as mobile apps. And uh, we've got some content management stuff, website templates. And today we are uh, going to talk about streaming video. Yes, we are. And streaming video equipment. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so our guest today is George Herbert. And George is actually the uh, manager uh, and uh, he's in charge of the support and training at Epiphan Video. Epiphan is spelled E-P-I-P-H-A-N Video. And we're going to talk to him today because we're actually uh, working a little bit with Epiphan. There's a Webcaster X2 that uh, we've been playing with a lot and really like it. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. It's a great uh, box for streaming video. And so if you've thought about streaming video or maybe even you're doing streaming video, uh, this might be something that would be a good alternative. Steve, you like it a lot, right? I do. We've done more than just play with it. That's <laughs> we right. We have integrated it into our system. So yeah, that's yes. right. All right. So with that in mind, let's introduce George. George Herbert, how are you today? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Appreciate you uh, coming and being with us today. Now, where are you located at? I am located in Epifan's head office, which is in Ottawa, Canada. And so our weather is not nearly as nice as yours. <laughs> uh, today, we're at about minus six Celsius, which is about 21 Fahrenheit. So, Okay. Uh, hey, I was watching one of your, and we'll get to this in a little bit. You, you guys have a live show on Thursdays. or. We do. Record. And there was snow. One of the videos had snow in the background. <laughs> was was that really snow? I mean, it, it was you know, looking in the windows in the background, or did you guys like manufacture that? <laughs> uh, well, we actually we do have snow, um, but uh, that that particular show, I believe that was last week's show when we were having a little bit of fun doing a an AMA and ask me anything. Uh, that was actually a green screen cheat. We were <laughs> we were pretending that it was actively okay. snowing. Uh, it wasn't that day, but uh, we have we have a few inches of snow on the ground. Yeah, well, it was really pretty. I, I like that. I was impressed. So, um, well, George, we're going to just kind of jump into this. Uh, uh, you are involved with this company called Epifan, and you've been involved for quite a while now. How long have you been with these guys? I've been working for Epifan for uh, around about nine years now um, in, in a few different forms, I guess, primarily with uh, customer support, um, yeah. you know, starting out at a very basic level as the company has grown and, and kind of uh, grown with that company. 
Yeah. What's the history of Epifan? I actually to tell you the truth, until recently I, I'm not sure I was exposed to him, but I don't I'm not the A V guy at our church and so Right. I don't I don't get out much. So what's what is the history of Epifan? Yeah, so Epifan has been making uh, video products, video capture products in some form or another uh, for over 15 years. Uh, originally founded here in Ottawa, Canada by a couple of uh, tech guys from other companies. Uh, Ottawa used to be known as Silicon Valley North um, in the sense that for Canada, it was the major tech hub back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, unfortunately, there was a little bit of a collapse sometime, but it's still very busy. I mean, I look mm-hmm. out my window and I can see just about every major tech company you can think of, um, you know, even some like BlackBerry and things like that and, and Apple and, and a few other offices or I can see from the windows of my office here. Um, but uh, basically, we started with USB capture devices, taking VGA, old VGA signals and bringing them into computers over USB. Um, and when we first started doing that, such a thing didn't really exist. Uh, it's so commonplace today to use mm-hmm. USB capture cards. But 15 years ago, that was a crazy idea. Um, and basically, we grew from there. And today, our focus is primarily on hardware-based solutions for live streaming and recording. Uh, things like the Webcaster X2 and other much more involved and in, in professional grade devices like our Pearl Mini and Pearl 2, which I'm sure we'll touch on later. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just want to jump in here. I, I'm going to get us off track again, but are you are you from Canada? I don't think you are. I am. Are you from, oh, you are from Canada. I am. Yeah, I'm originally born in Toronto and, and now live in Ottawa and have for uh, over 20 years. Okay. All right. Well, good deal there. I wasn't sure. All right. Steve, Steve I cut you off. Go ahead. I I can't remember what I was going to ask, so I don't know if you did that's, cut me off. That's what happens when you get old. So uh, so you help with uh, with the support. So what's a typical day look like for you? So a typical day, uh, I mean, in tech support, it's like most places. Um, you know, we're dealing with uh, Epifan customers, whether existing or prospective customers asking us pre-sales questions about our products uh, over the phone, live chat through our website, email, uh, assisting our partners with doing product demonstrations online, assisting our sales team with any technical questions generated from you know, prospective clients they're talking to. Uh, and of course, myself and a couple of other uh, team members as well were heavily involved with our marketing group to produce video content, do media interviews, podcasts, and so on uh, to really sort of you know, get out there and, and talk to uh, people who might be interested or might never have heard of us, <laughs> like Steve, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. until not long ago, and, and really introduce ourselves and, and open it up to the possibilities of, of especially live streaming. You know, that's such a big thing now um, for everyone. Uh, mm-hmm. from from just about every level of, of usage. Um, it's it's such a huge market. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the, I mean, we've connected over this product called the Webcaster X2. Mm-hmm. And it's a fairly new product to Epifan, right? What, what, do you, why was it developed and what, what niche does it serve? Or how would you explain the Webcaster X2? Yeah, so Epifan traditionally has focused much more on more industrial or professional grade uh, appliances and devices historically, but the lines are starting to blur where 
as the demands for live streaming and recording and all these kind of things start to become much more mainstream, uh, we identified uh, about two years ago that there was this niche where people who want to maybe maybe today they're currently using a smartphone or a tablet and live streaming to platforms like Facebook or YouTube. Um, and quite honestly, it doesn't look that great when, when you do it that way. Mm -hmm. You know, certainly smartphone cameras have come a long way in the, in the past decade, but they still have a lot of limitations. And so what we looked at was how do we take a professional grade camera and make it as easy to use for live streaming as a mobile device. And out of that came the Webcaster X2, something where we can connect a, an HDMI signal from a, a high quality camera, but make it as easy to use and easy to integrate with a live streaming platform as you might with the app on your smartphone. And, and so it took a little bit, but we did accomplish that. Webcaster X2 has been out for a little over a year now, I guess. And uh, one of the areas that we found really exploded from a from a market segment was with churches and we didn't really expect that but in hindsight we probably should have and uh you know that's been our number one market for the webcaster believe it or not and of course that led to working with you guys which has yeah. been excellent yeah. yeah so one of the things that appealed to me i mean you guys kind of a, i think that niche is is right on there's there is a gap between the guy that's the professional. You know, if I was an AV professional, I would have heard of Epifan, you know, 14 years ago right. and been all abreast of your products. And I don't know your competitors' products either. You know, I do that. We do the streaming bit. So we know a little bit more than the average guy, but it's not something I do for a living or, or, you know, that I drive at my church. So the fact that it was, um, it's a professional grade product that's really easy to use. And it's very affordable. Yeah. It was kind of met the three criteria because we have churches we deal with all the time that, you know, they're, you know, some of the churches we go to, you know, there's a church not far from, from us, Phil, that we have been in and they talk about their budgets and uh, for just AV and it's like, wow, you know, that's more than the whole annual staff of our, you know, our church down the street. Yeah. And they obviously have, you know, really high end stuff and some guys that are really well trained on it. But the, that's that's not the average church, though. You know, no, average. no, not at all. And and certainly, you know, in my own personal experience, um, you know, that that's exactly the case where, you know, with with, I guess, the more average church, if you will, you're talking about a staff that's volunteers that are not AV professionals uh, and they need something that's simple to understand, simple to train volunteers potentially week to week how to use and um you know that all kind of rolled together into the development of the of the webcaster um and yeah the affordability is definitely a big part of it as well you know it's it's easy to ask someone in the congregation to stand at the back with their smartphone because everyone has one and but again the physical dimensions of a church oftentimes make it difficult to shoot with a smartphone or a tablet and yeah. so i always as someone who's been involved in the professional AV side of things for this number of years now, I kind of always laugh when I see people attempt it. Great for them attempting, but you know, it's, you yeah. can't compensate for all the weird intricacies of trying to shoot a space like that. Yeah. Cause I mean, the, the average church, 
is, I mean, they're set up where the sound booth is in the back. And so all the equipment's in the back. So the camera's in the back. It's, you're not going to have a guy, you know, stand at eight feet in front of the pastor with a camera or with a cell phone in his face the whole time he's teaching. It'd just be distracting. So camera's got to be. To zoom from the back of the room, you're just going to get a muddy, (laughs) distorted image. So Right. Yeah. And plus it's moving all around because, you know, it's, it's, it's just not ideal. So we, we highly recommend, you know, at a minimum, just get a um, even a consumer grade camcorder and stick it on a tripod. And get yeah, it it's back. amazing. It's amazing what even a two hundred dollar handy cam will do in terms of night and day image quality compared to a smartphone for for that type of environment. Right. Yeah. So let, let me uh, uh, jump in here, and you know, you mentioned a small space in the back, and, and many of these churches are dealing with that. You have your mixer in the back. Uh, you might have a camera. Uh, but it's tight. Many cases, it's tight. Yeah. Uh, describe the Webcaster X2. I mean, this thing, uh, you know, people are listening to this podcast. I mean, what's it look like? How big is it? How can it be set up? Just describe it. Give some visual uh, images here for our folks. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, the webcaster itself, we've also tried to make it as compact as possible. So, you know, it's a little black box uh, that's maybe five inches by five inches square and only about a three quarters of an inch high. So it's a very small device that could easily tuck out of the way. Um, it can be connected to your network over Wi-Fi or Ethernet. And as a tech support guy, I'm always going to really push on the Ethernet side of things. Um, but that's, again, reliability reasons. Um, but the nice part is is that it can easily tuck out of the way. It runs off of a, of a simple 5-volt power supply. So we actually have many customers powering it off of USB batteries um, if they need to be more mobile, if they mm-hmm. don't have a plug nearby, that sort of thing. Um, so... It's very easy to put together with, you know, if you have that small audio booth and most of it is taken up by a huge soundboard, as many churches have, then, yeah, it could it could sit next to that very easily. People have strapped it to the legs of the tripod that's holding the camera, you know, those sorts of things. And it's, it's very small, lightweight as a result. So I learned something and I've been working with you for a while. I didn't know you could plug a like a, a USB battery into it. I yeah, I have one of those in my office and it'll it'll. It'll power it, huh? Yeah, so you do need a couple of things. You need, obviously, uh, a, a, an appropriate power cable, and we do have a, a particular recommended one. Um, but, yeah, using, um, you know, some of the larger USB batteries that you can easily find on Amazon, uh, you know, if you get some of the larger ones from Anchor or companies like that, you know, that are the 26,000 milliamp-hour batteries, you'd be able to run a webcaster on that for nearly all day. Um, you know, and those are, those are, could be great pieces of kit uh, to play around with. Actually back in the summer, a couple of colleagues and I, we, uh, as part of a charity motorcycle ride um, for raising money for prostate cancer, we decided to do a, an experiment and two of us riding both had webcaster X2s on our persons while we were riding uh, with <laughs> microphones tucked in our helmets, GoPros on their helmets, <laughs> all running into the webcasters and streaming to YouTube while we were doing this ride. Um, and uh, yeah, just powering off batteries and things directly connected. And, and it was pretty successful for the most part. Wow. That's yeah. and, and that's using, I guess, a cell phone signal? Do you have a... Yeah. Yeah, okay. we were uh, we were using the Wi-Fi connection on the webcaster to basically do a Wi-Fi hotspot to a smartphone, and uh-huh. uh, and use the LTE connection uh-huh. off the smartphone. Yeah, wow. uh, it's, right. we 
it's been years ago, but we we don't we actually don't recommend this. But we streamed from the booth at NAB mm-hmm. in Vegas many years ago using a cell phone. And <laughs> yeah, it was it was you know it was three G time, so yeah, it that... worked. You, you know, it wasn't the greatest. We don't recommend it, but um, you could see you know it was it worked. So. <laughs> Yeah, things have come a long way, and we actually talk to a lot of customers about exactly that. And oftentimes, even within you know the the customers of ours with webcasters in churches, especially more rural churches, they might not be able to get a good hardline internet connection where they are, but they might have an okay cell signal. Um, and if you can get you know 4G LTE, especially if you can get LTE plus or LTE advanced, um, as it's known, you can actually get some very good speeds uh, over over LTE uh, if you have a decent signal. Uh, we've done some live streams from trade shows like NAB and Infocom and places like that when we're there in our booth. And sometimes it's successful, <laughs> sometimes not so much, um, as there's always lots of colliding signals in those environments. Yeah. yeah. So a uh, quick technical question for you, George. Uh, what kind of bike do you have? Uh, currently, I'm riding a 2014 Honda CB500X. Okay, nice. All right. So, Small little bike. I commute on it uh, during the summer and, and kind of enjoy getting yeah. out after after the office shuts down into the hills around Ottawa and disappearing yeah. for a while. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I've got a Suzuki Intruder. It's a 1400. Is that a few ah, I had an Intruder 800 yeah. previously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, sorry, I got off track there. So, oh, that uh, sounds what... like the perfect track to me, but... <laughs> <laughs> Bill's a big off roader too, so yeah. don't get him talking about his Jeep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it sits in the garage a lot, but anyhow. So Webcaster X2, that's what we're talking about here with George Herbert, who's the uh, uh, support guy here at Epifan Video. Uh, so, uh, again, a shameless plug for us. We, we've got it set up. Streamingchurch.tv has it set up where people can eat. He's done a lot of work on that, so it's it's easy to pair, and uh, people can start streaming if they wanted to stream with us, streamingchurch.tv, and uh, it, it's, I think, a pretty good fit. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. skips a bunch of steps, and, what, you know, one of the, you know, one of the key ones we, you know, we recommend if you're going to use a computer and an encoder is you need a video capture device, and one of the nice things about the webcaster is it's about the same price as the uh, video capture device we, we you know, um, yeah recommend and that's all you need and then the the whole the setup is you know rather than trying to figure out how to get resolutions and audio feeds and um bit rates all figured out this thing is is just super simple you just Mm -hmm. you go to our you plug it in plug your camera in um plug it into your network and and it will it displays a pairing code on the front of it and you go to our admin panel and you put that code in and that you put the right code in and then all of a sudden there's a stream button. You just hit stream. So it's super simple. You're rocking and yeah. rolling. So I, I'm sure there's some people listening to this podcast, tech people and even some pastors that we have asking, okay, it's, this sounds really good, but what's the catch? What's the price? <laughs> well, the retail list MSRP in the U.S. is two ninety nine. Um, so, I mean, it's it's a very low cost of entry, as Steve was saying. You know, it's about the same price as your average capture card on the market today that you might pair up to uh, to a laptop. But of course, as Steve was uh, kind of alluding to, the big advantage is that you can strip away that laptop side. You don't have to have that part. 
when you're starting to use encoding software, whether it's a Wirecast or a vMix or an OBS or all these, you know, very common ones that people are used to, you still have to have a pretty powerful machine and to pair up with that capture card to make it any good. And so once you're talking about spending, now my pricing might be a little off since I have to deal with uh, the the wonderful Canadian dollar. Uh, but, you know, if we're talking about pairing up a $300 capture card to a $1,500 to $2,000 laptop, that's not a low cost and that's not a low point of entry. But if you can take a $300 Webcaster X2 and accomplish the same stream without that $1,000, $2,000 laptop, you're ahead of the game. Uh, and in addition to that, don't get me wrong, I'm happy to sell people a capture card as well because we'd make those too. Um, mm. But um, sometimes training volunteers on complex software like a Wirecast or a vMix is not an easy thing to do. Um, anyone who's done any sort of tech support, like Steve and I do, uh, trying to guide a, a, someone very new through setting up Wirecast, you know, that's that's a that's an adventure. Um, whereas being able to say, here's your pairing code, you're done, you know, that that's All a great right. ideal. Yeah. So Absolutely. let's let's talk for the guy that's out there and like, oh, but I don't want this wimpy little thing. What what are the specs on it, you know, resolutions and bitrate capabilities and what else would people care about? Yeah, so it is, um, you know, it's definitely not the the absolute best streaming you're ever going to find on the market, but it fits within the 90% of what people actually have the capabilities to use, especially when we're talking about internet connections and bandwidth. So the webcaster can bring in up to a 1080p input. Uh, it'll take 720 or 1080p, and it can encode at a bit rate of up to 4 megabit, uh, which is usually sufficient for most people's needs unless you're mm -hmm. trying to shoot the latest Michael Bay action movie. That's going to be more than enough typically right. for 720 or a 1080 stream making it very simple and the nice part there is that most people if they have a pretty decent internet connection will be able to manage that you know typically for a four megabit stream we would recommend having at least a six megabit upload speed to make sure you have some headroom there to compensate mm -hmm. for any variance but most people in a decent area should be able to accomplish that even if they can get a decent cell signal over lte they can probably manage that yeah Absolutely. So we've got a couple minutes left here. Uh, you do have other products that people can stream with. Absolutely. Uh, tell us briefly about those other products. Well, as I mentioned previously, you know, in the history of the company, we've done USB capture cards. We still do that. And, uh, you know, we make extremely durable uh, industrial grade capture cards for USB 3.0 that'll bring in HD or even up to 4K uh, over USB 3.0 if someone so desired to still go the software route, uh, we're happy to help them with that. We also make much larger hardware appliances above the Webcaster X2. So above that, we would have something like our Pearl Mini. Again, very similar, it's a standalone all-in-one box where we can bring in two, sometimes three video signals simultaneously uh, at up to full HD do mixing and switching, bring in professional audio, control it from a touch screen built into it, record and stream to multiple platforms simultaneously, all on one small, easily portable box. So again, another great fit to put in that audio booth without taking up a lot of space. It's, it's smaller than most people's laptops in terms of footprint. And above that, we have its big brother, the Pearl 2. 
the Pearl 2 has some 4K capabilities. It can take up to six full HD inputs to do mixing and switching between, again, professional audio with XLR inputs and stuff like that. Um, and we've seen a number of those used in the mega churches, if you will, where they might have six cameras <laughs> that they're switching between. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the Pearl Mini again, when maybe that middle-sized church where they have two cameras, something like that, uh, is a great fit. But we have a lot of customers even still just using the webcaster, but putting a video switcher in front of it, you know, take something like a Roland V1 and put that in front of the webcaster to expand its capabilities while keeping the uh, the encoding part minimal. Yeah, good stuff. Good deal. All right. So uh, very well, let me we still got a minute here. So. You got you do a Thursday show, or at least you're on a Thursday show occasionally. Uh, tell us how people can watch you and maybe some other people from Epifan on, I guess it's on Thursdays. Am I right? Absolutely. Yeah, we do a weekly show uh, live at Epifan every Thursday at 3 o'clock Eastern. And uh, basically, we discuss various different technological things surrounding live streaming, whether it's our products or otherwise, or theories and all kinds of things. Uh, of course, that could be found on all of our social media channels, Facebook at Epifan Video, YouTube, Epifan Video, uh, and of course, on our own website at epifan.com. Yeah, we just like to get together, chat about things that are happening in the industry. Uh, you know, a little while ago, we did a whole month of November talking with another one of our streaming partners, um, you know, kind of discussing how you can use theirs for streaming to multiple platforms. You know, I'm sure we have, we definitely have some stuff planned with you guys coming up uh, to discuss that and share what Streaming Church can bring to uh, a yeah. variety of, of usages as well. And uh, actually, well, I guess tomorrow, our next show coming up, uh, we're going to be talking about, um, this will obviously air after that, but uh, we'll be talking about USB bandwidth. So it's a little mm. bit more of a nerdy technical one, but anyone who is looking at using the capture card way of doing streaming might be interested mm -hmm. in that type of subject matter. Yeah, remind me to talk to you after uh, we're done here about your capture card. For sure. Because uh, you know, we recommend one, but maybe we might recommend you guys. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, if you're nice to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so how do people, uh, how can people get a hold of you, George? What, what's the best way to get a hold of you if they have questions about anything? Well, I mean, there's a number of ways to get a hold of me. The easiest and most consistent way, since I'm kind of bouncing around all over the place all the time, uh, is through email. And you can always email info at epifan.com uh, with any questions you have. And myself and my support team are always happy to help out uh, with any questions. Uh, because I'm not always at my desk. Today, I had that luxury to join you guys for this. Uh, but mm -hmm. sometimes giving me a call doesn't doesn't reach anything but voicemail but uh, you know that's that's the way it is some days um, but we're always happy to answer any questions I'm often on live chat on our website as well um, for quick little questions that's sometimes the easiest to fire yeah. off quickly. And, and what's the website just so we know epiphan.com e-p-i-p-h-a-n.com all right super great awesome good Steve, any closing remarks in the next 10 seconds? Uh, <laughs> I just, I'm just glad that we have partnered up and it's, I'm looking forward to a, a long, strong relationship. So I think you're going to help out a lot of ministries and, and we're glad to partner with you. Absolutely. I'm really excited to learn more and more about your customers and the platform. I've been digging into it more and more. And, you know, we had a discussion the other day before this about, uh, you know, the big advantages of going with something like your platform over just the pure social media side. And, 
digging into more of that detail, I think, is fantastic. It's definitely something that I'm going to be sharing with local churches here uh, in my area. Uh, I'm involved in a number of them and, and camps and things like that as well that I'll definitely be sharing a lot of this information with um, my family awesome. used to run a, a Christian camp for nearly 20 years. And so yeah. making sure that we share all these pieces as the new world of streaming impacts these environments. Yeah, it's 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 really a great tool for churches and ministries. Uh, streaming video is awesome. All right. So we are out of time. Our guest has been George Herbert from Epifan Video. And uh, George gave you his contact information. But if you can't remember that or you don't want to back up the, the audio or video, then just send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. That's where you can find us, streamingchurch.tv. That's one of our products as well as other things. So that pretty much wraps it up. So, uh, Steve, thanks for being with us. Thank you. And, George, again, thank you for being our guest today. You're very welcome. All right. I'm Phil Thompson. And uh, again, we appreciate you listening to our Church Solutions podcast. We hope that you have a great holiday season and we will catch you next time on another edition of the Church Solutions podcast. Take care. <music>